My name's Tracy Smith. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan. In 1998, I attended the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin, Texas. And at a promotional side event at a local coffee house, I saw a showcase featuring some of the most talented performance poets in the country. Afterwards, I returned home and founded the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam. Now, almost 25 years later, for the sake of history, for the sake of nostalgia, and for some of the incredibly talented people we've lost along the way, I give you, dear listener, the Keizu Poetry Slamcast. This is Slam Later, like the poems are like, you dirty fucking whore. But this is one of the good ones from the beginning. My ears reach in the suburban noise of night. There's a question asked in one naked moment that never I am the Smith. I am the poet. I am the Industrial Revolution. No longer bright as fireflies. And the place of finding how wonderful we are, we form the sweet nature of the future and the reasons that we sing. In this week's show, you're going to hear the first ever performance of my signature three-minute piece that I became known for and very fucking sick of. You're going to hear Dan Stevens cover three-quarters of Gin and Juice. Sorry, that first verse got clipped a little bit. You're going to hear a new poem from Don Saylor. You're going to hear new people in the open mic. And you're going to hear Charlie Burgess again. And I know that because we do this podcast every week, uh, you might be thinking, God damn it, we hear Charlie a lot. And we do. And I'm okay with it. So turning this archive into a podcast has brought back a lot of memories and left me wondering, how much tea do I spill and does anybody give a fuck? And should anybody give a fuck? And I believe the answer is as much as I want. And no, nobody should or will give a fuck. But who knows? So there was this guy I used to collaborate with in the early days the coffee shop days, and in the early days of the Keizu Slam. And he left to help Grand Rapids organize their slam. And he didn't want poets from Grand Rapids competing in our slam tournament, or poets from Kalamazoo competing in their slam tournament. And he was going to make everybody sign these contracts, documents, pledging that they would be on the Grand Rapids team if they competed in the Grand Rapids slam tournament. And that, that pissed me off. The whole, if you don't play for us, you can't play with us attitude. And he did it mostly to exclude his ex-girlfriend, if I'm being honest. So on last week's show, you heard Don read a poem that was in response to this situation. And the gist of it was, what you being a dickhead for? Stop being a dickhead. And since she had already written that poem, my response poem had to be different. So I tried to write a poem about what Poetry Slam meant to me. And then it became my signature piece for a while. And fuck, did I get sick of that poem. So I guess the moral of the story, if there is one, is that any group of artists, community, whether you're playing in a band or whatever, egos are going to clash sometime. You're going to have to deal with hurt feelings and dickish behavior. So put on your big boy pants and do the best you can. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming out. I don't know about y'all, but Mother Nature's on my shit list. I want to go to the beach. 
how many people out there are like film buffs, like movie fans? Like, if you weren't here, you'd be at the movies. Because if I wasn't here, I would be at the movies. And I missed the Academy Awards on Sunday, and I'm still kind of pissed off about it. And when I was a kid, I always thought that I would have one of those little golden bastards for best screenplay by now. Because when you're a kid, you think you're going to accomplish every great thing in your life by the time you're 30, right? <laughs> right. I, I got over that, and I haven't written the screenplay yet, but I wrote the speech. It's, it's only 18 pages long. Are you ready? No, I didn't write a speech. And I didn't write the screenplay to win an Academy Award. But I wrote this poem, and I want to dedicate it to a guy named Mark Smith, wherever the fuck he is. And I want to dedicate it to that guy right there. And I want to dedicate it to everybody who's ever got up on this stage and read a poem. And it's called Once for Three Minutes. Once for three minutes, you'll step on the stage. And once for three minutes, you'll take hold of the night and own it. You'll wear it tighter than your skin, and you'll take it wherever, whenever it is you want to go. Maybe you'll take it back to the time and the place when you first said I love you, wrapped in sunrise and afterglow. Or maybe you'll take it to those places that you're scared to go alone, like that time when someone hurt you, that someone who didn't mean to, or the day you lost your mother. Or maybe you'll take it to the places you're most proud of, like the first time you stood up to a bully and you didn't shake and you didn't stutter and you didn't blink until that fucker backed down. Or maybe you'll take it to the time you got your first A on a reading test from that beautiful 24-year-old fourth-grade teacher with the long legs that you longed for long before you knew what long legs could do. Once for three minutes, you'll take it to the top of the mountain of your grandfather's lap or to the bottom of the fear in your belly, or you'll take it to the times when friendships were forged out of common interests, common addictions, and bad directions like that time we got lost in our own backyard. You'll take it to eavesdrop on the conversations that we were once almost having had almost never should have have never had once. You'll take it whenever and wherever you want to go, but when you take it, Wherever you want to go, that's only the beginning. Because once for three minutes, you'll step on the stage and you'll have a chance, a space to find the grace you never see hovering around you all your life. You'll take it and you'll share it. You'll share it with the living and the dead and you will own it, and it will, be, it will become the subtle mythology of a hundred ears, and it will wind its simple, generous truth into the fabric of generations. I'm only telling you this because I think you should know. You should know where this road goes, this crooked, narrow road, this 
less traveled road. I'm only telling you, because you should know. You should know I'm only a signpost, a well-meaning cobblestone, an old sailor on his way to a wedding. I'm only telling you, because I've seen it. I've heard it, because I've felt it move across a room like lightning on the water. I'm only telling you, because one time, one time, it even happened to me once for three minutes. All right, tonight we got a lot of open micers, a lot of new people, a couple of musical things going on, and then we've got a slam, which is the final slam to qualify for the semifinals, which starts next week. Next week is the beginning of a month-long poetry binge, and I'll tell you more about it later. It's going to be incredible, but the... The two people that win tonight's slam get to qualify for next week's semifinals. I'm all dry. I'm all dried out now, but I'm going to read two names out of the bucket. And those names are Dawn and Tiffany. So first Dawn and then Tiffany. Okay, clap now. Hey guys, how are you? Hey now, stop that. They're frisky tonight. Well, good, because I got a new poem. It's called uh, Sunshine Cowgirl. My belly button unraveled in my sleep, but you can't blame me, I was dreaming at the time. I've been following it backwards for days, trying to find the beginning. I was speaking to my mother, the Parthenon, when the spiral slipped out and began its journey into the unknown. I've been gathering it back to me in loops, draping my berth around my arm like the blanket I went searching for for two long hours that I was carrying the whole time. And I feel as though I've been walking through the desert for four times two days in the hot, glaring sun, and I'm lost in a mirage where the rough, dry texture envelops everything, even the mountains that look close enough to touch. And driving, it took us 23 miles to reach the train that bordered the distance, tamed the death of it all. And so I followed my belly button trail. She found the first two lanes heading west and a tree to climb just on the edge of town by this barn I used to know once. But it was summer then and it's winter now and my belly button is cold. The trail is heading south towards sunshine, away from Michigan Gray, where all that surrounds you is boredom and pop music, and she stopped to spend time with a cowboy. The old fascination still lingered, steering this path on horseback, crossing wide open spaces she'd only known from the inside out. And she sits beneath an old Buddha rock face to contemplate her travels, having never been this far without me. And I think that she misses the safety of a warm belly, but she can't turn back now. She knows the trail ends only when she is done wandering because a happy ending always begins with a long journey and is lived just on the edge of dreams like twilight where it is neither day nor dark. And tonight, my belly button sleeps beneath stars waiting for me to find her. 
because there are some trips that must be taken and words that must be written even though we're not sure why. And my belly button came home and whispered forgiveness in my ear, curled a tiny spiral back to my belly, and my dreams sp spoke of old friends and old fears. Okay, I have three very little poems. I promise I won't take up too much time because I like listening a little bit better than I like talking when I'm here. So the first one is called Conjunction Distinctions. Maybe I have done less of the least possible we've both done, but I don't think the distinction matters because doing a little of nothing at all is making just that, and I don't think the distinction matters. So maybe you wrote one more silly little note with action figure drawings and it could be that I'm the bitch, or I don't think the distinction matters. Okay. This one has no title. <laughs> Demand electric grace. Picture nude model silhouettes. Openly sculpt drunk impressions. Surreal harmony is cigarette smoke. Sculpture is a miasma to original masterpiece. Create glorious absurdity. Imagine balance on a scale. Investigate wild, shimmery sex. Smear metaphor approaches to rhythm and song. Loom empty life messes to aesthetic canvas. Write like a drawing. And this one is the longest and my favorite. It's called Coercion. Wax woman. My tongue moans languid manipulation. My breast, beaten to a pink blood, smears me repulsive. I whisper a delirious storm, incubated in my frantic shadow. I am an aching goddess, heaving bare visions for a bittersweet picture. His dominating black lust, my naive white love, become the essential apparatus to pull my dress to the floor. His urge becomes a shimmering sweat, ripping through me. The mist of heat created ascends to heaven. My crying is a luscious chant, tripping him from just walking away but his self-defense catches him, and he worships his anger, whose undertow pulled us together into a hot sea, but only I was left drowned. time. Refreshing. Oh, did I mention we have Charlie Burgess here tonight to yeah. play for us? I almost forgot that. That's just nuts, isn't it? Okay. Our next two open micers are Cherie and then Liquid J. Everybody clap. There's a whole lot of you tonight. You don't have to clap all, you know, just a little bit, all of you, or a lot, some of you, but more. Right now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> Hi, my name's Cherie. I, um, I actually live in Detroit. I've came to Kalamazoo for a couple of months and went back and 
just came back uh, last week, so I figured this poem would be most appropriate since I wrote it on the bus as I was approaching the city. It's called Home Again. Home, I hear it calling, beckoning me. Looking out the window, I see fields, vast and barren. A house here, a few trees there, but in the distance, always in the distance. I feel the miles slipping behind me, running swiftly, silently, like a river, wide and deep. Every mile that slips past carries with it deceit and worry. With each passing stretch of land comes a sweet sense of increasing security. A calmness, poetic in and of itself, steals over me. There is no denying it. I'm coming home. Cities and towns fly by, lending to an ever-growing sense of safety. In the distance ahead of me, I hear, vo I hear voices. Those I consider friends, those I consider family, cajoling me to come. Come to us. Come home. As we speed toward our final destination, I understand the look of pure joy on the faces in photographs. Photographs taken upon arrival after a long absence, maybe because of war, illness, or marriage. Whatever the means, I understand the end. The joy is justified. I feel it now, alighting from the bus. I'm filled with joy and peace, and I feel the love emanating from those I love. And I know that finally, I am home again. None of these have any uh, titles to them. But, uh, words in the form of pictures graph the point till I leave blisters. A vast empire will never expire and you mine my work like scriptures. My masterpiece got you looking for cash on Wall Street. My stock like a bowl, my lyrical flow unstoppable, so don't even put up a struggle. My concepts manifest like the moon's crest. I detest those who are against me, battle thee with the gods of the galaxy. Journey of a shooting star, our lunar eclipse mirrors the mark of a scar. The cut of a licorice stick, sit down and stitch it while I bust it again and again. No hallucination, the pure master of lyrical religion. Worship me not at knees, but walk the odyssey of my philosophy. Trail me, don't get lost in this journey. Refine your soul, tale of one city made of gold. King Midas touched the seat of my throne. Behold, the birth of a legend embedded like a diamond in coal. The final kiss of hello, cut short by the strings of a cello. Meditation that can't keep me mellow. Hurt pierces the surface to the heart, something real just about to start. Breaks apart, crumbles at your fingertips, no more taste of sweet lips. Licorice, soft and ticklish. Goosebumps ripple through the skin, a false sensation. Exaggerations of allegations that were conjured by the mind's interpretation of a situation. A likely hallucination, no wind's odd, stacked like an ambushed... Like an ambush, special forces attack. No bivouacs and necessities the life lack. The thirst of love, a bullet hits one dove. Thunder wars high above. Seems directed at you, torn and tattered. Frill heart shattered, nothing seems to matter. Live long, an ongoing search of the one that's gone. Was she there, a mirage, espionage of a soul that was robbed? You didn't sob. Just one tear for the day you held her near. Her, uh, excuse me. her scent so sweet, her shadow sketched constantly at your side in the concrete. Summer heat can't soothe the blow. A healing substance is needed like aloe, the final touch of hello. Hello. <clears throat> 
I wonder, I ponder, I think, but I'm not. I climb, but fall. I stand tall, but I'm small. My mind I control, but I don't understand. Consciousness is not my reality, but I can't seem to find sobriety. Destiny beckons, but I run. Someone else's actions control repercussions that may happen, but how can I achieve, succeed? Am I the first or last of my breed? Sacred spirits speak. Ride catches me barefoot, burns my feet. The warmth enlightens me. The sun dips and the moon refreshes me. Water quenches an unknown thirst. Sweat from my pores recreates birth. I lay motionless, but thoughts move with a flash. Photographers photograph me, but my image is stashed. Vanished with a ray of light, I fight to meet my standards. Memories remain chiseled with a hammer. I am flesh and bone, but a soul first. Where's the water? I need for my known thirst. Grains of sand seep between my hands. A single speck, I hit the deck. There's gorillas in the mist. Hear the asps hiss. Sound of the deaf ears that form in my skulls are nothing but whispers leaving my head cloudy like a dense fog. Fungus grows in the shade of the brain that has no willingness to absorb the pain. Open source from horrors, the latex can't protect the core. Once heart breaks apart and creates a spark, a sickness of the mind. Disease moves like a mind, quiet and deadly. Special forces wed thee. Chemical warfare I launch in the inner self, ridding all of the above in self-doubt. I remain intact. I wonder, I ponder, and I think, and I act. There's a mob with a dog pound. Oh, freezing. I've been rolling down the street. Smoking that end of sipping on gin and juice. Lit back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Just rolling down the street. Smoking that end of sipping on gin and juice. Lit back. Bitch. you'd like that, Dave. Here's a love song.
wanted to score, I wanted a test, wanted to heal your aching body. Live on through the river. Live on through the river. Live on. Sound like I have an effect on it. Saturday night, gonna shake your fan. 
Space Monkeys. This is my newest song. Some of you have heard it already. I was reading Jung. <laughs> As some people hate me for. And uh, he was talking about recurring dreams. And I thought, okay, think about all your recurring dreams. Have you written about all of them? And uh, no, I haven't. But this is another one about a recurring dream. <laughs> it's called the diapering machine. <laughs> yeah. Over at the baby factory, there was lots of poo and lots of pee till they fired up the diapering machine. Put the babies on conveyor belts. Imagine how those little babies felt when they fired up the diapering machine. Oh, how the diapering machine. Oh, how it's really fast and clean. Oh, but it scares the hell out of me.
Oh, how the diapering machine. Oh, how it's really fast and clean. Oh, but it scares the hell out of me. Over at the baby factory, there was lots of poo and lots of pee till they fired up. Till they fired up. Till they fired up. The diapering machine. If anybody can figure out what that one's about, please tell me. <laughs> it probably is. I don't know what to sing now. <laughs> ah, a few years ago, how many years ago was that? Three years ago, we went to Mexico, and I got to swim in the Caribbean, or the Caribbean, as you please. And it was warm and salty, and the waves were wavy, and it was wet, and it reminded me of a woman. <laughs> so I wrote this song. Senorita del mar You're so warm and wet Senorita del mar I taste your salty sweat to tell you how beautiful you are how beautiful you are Senorita Del Mar Senorita Del Powerful and deep Senorita Del Mar Pulls me underneath I want 
to tell you how beautiful you are, how beautiful you are, Senorita Del Now for something completely different. Uh, <coughs> this one, uh, stop that. This one. Somebody just shouted from the bathroom that they were having a climax. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. Where was I? Oh, yeah. A song. Um, this is like two things stuck together, so I call it sweet. S-U-I-T-E. One part is called, the first part is called Diane's Dream. The second part is called Party at Tom's. <laughs> you may know it by the first line. A 
cop shot me in the head No, I ain't lying Shot me in the head And you were crying You told me that his gun was very small A cop shot me in the head A cop shot me in the head in the place where everything's the same like on TV the place where everything's the same how we laughed and did drugs with their kids me in the head but I kept talking you were amazed that I kept talking you told me that his gun was very small a cop shot me in the head shot me in the head Shot me in the head. A cop shot me in the All right, here's another recurring dream song. Little devils all around. Little devils that live underground. There's a tunnel up ahead. A tunnel full of little devils. Get us past the little 
Recently, I was reading a book, and the name of the book was She, She by H. Ryder Haggard, written about 1880-something. Everybody has to go read that book. It's really good, okay? But this is, uh, this is kind of about what that book is about. She kneels and you crawl to her to be ten. 
to be ten Shave legs She begs And you Crawl to her To be ten To be ten To be ten By the hungry one of her lips and she's done Well, many of you have heard this story, so just slap me later. But anyway, we were camping up in the Manistee National Forest, and I was laying on a hammock strung between two trees, looking up at the sky. And up in the sky, I saw this vision. And so I ran to the van and got my little tape recorder and wrote this song. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space was in a place 
prepared for me. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space. I stuffed my face because it was free. And when I was finished, its, its size was not diminished. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space was in a place prepared for me. I should sing my second newest song. <laughs> I call this Eleusinian Psalm. I don't know if any of you are familiar at all with the Eleusinian mysteries, but this is like a prayer to the goddess Demeter. Grain to make me some bread. 
can dump it on my head. You can dump it on my head. Dump it all over my head. This is a song about, and I know I'm not talking to many of you, <laughs> but this is what it's about. <laughs> it's about, it's about, it's about an anima experience and the resultant life upon the water, and here's how it goes. Gonna build me a boat, a boat that'll float way out on the water, like it oughta. There's a mermaid that sings at the edge of the water, and she tells me I oughta build a boat. So I'll use whatever I got and what I get to keep my feet from getting wet. So I use whatever I got and what I get to keep my feet from getting wet. Gonna build me a boat, a boat that'll float way out on the water. I'm going to do one more, but Dan wants me to play.
a John Lennon song. So I'll play a John Lennon song. I was dreaming of the past And my heart was beating fast I began to lose control I began to lose control I didn't mean to hurt you I'm sorry that I made you cry Oh now I didn't want to hurt you I'm just a jealous guy I was feeling insecure might not love me anymore I was shivering inside I was shivering inside I didn't mean to hurt you I'm sorry that I made you cry Oh now I didn't want to hurt you I'm just a jealous guy your eyes Thought that you were trying to hide I was swallowing my pain I was swallowing my pain I didn't mean to hurt you Sorry that I made you cry Oh, now I didn't want to hurt you I'm just a 
jealous guy. Oh, watch out, I'm just a jealous guy. Look out, baby, I'm just a jealous guy. He made me do it. <laughs> I had a dream about a naked lady. She was floating on a floaty, floating in a pool. Her crotch and her tits, they were covered up with fruit. Regular cornucopia. I was waiting by the pool, reading Rolling Stone, and there was the lady in an ad for rum. One more, one more. That was a quick one. I'll leave you alone. This is a true story. Although I think I'm the only one who remembers it. All the mamas grabbed their babies. Snatched him from the gaping jaws of death. <laughs> the day. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All the mama grabbed their babies. Snatched him from the gaping jaws of death. The day they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead. Lake. All the, the virgins ran out screaming, ran out screaming to the shore, bouncing in their polka dotted bikinis, looking like a bunch of little whores. sine wave and floating like a boat and looking pretty dangerous looking like he could eat a goat oh the lifeguards they weren't no heroes they let him get away Day, hey, 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 they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead Lake. The day they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead Lake.
Thank you, I had fun even if you didn't. By the way, by the way, uh, I have free copies of my latest chapbook for anybody that wants them. How was that? Yeah. Charlie played his ass off for us, guys. But he said he'd stick around and be a judge for the slam. So now I've got five judges. I've got enough slammers. I don't know how many slammers I got, but I got enough. They're in this bucket. Are you guys ready or do you want to take a five minute break? <laughs> you got three and a quarter minutes to smoke a cigarette, go to the bathroom, drink a beer, tip the bartender. Do it. Go, 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 go. I promise I'll leave you alone. This is a true story. Although I think I'm the only one who remembers it. All the mamas grabbed their babies Snatched him from the gaping jaws of death. <laughs> the day. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All the mama grabbed their babies. Snatched him from the gaping jaws of death. The day they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead. Lake. All the the virgins ran out screaming, ran out screaming to the shore, bouncing in their polka dotted bikinis, 
looking like a bunch of little whores. Wiggling like a sine wave and floating like a boat and looking pretty dangerous. Looking like he could eat a goat. Oh, the lifeguards, they weren't no heroes. They let him get away. The day they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead Lake. The day they saw the snake. The day they saw the snake at Hogshead Lake. Thank you, I had fun even if you didn't. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, I have free copies of my latest chapbook for anybody that wants them. How was that? Yeah. Charlie played his ass off for us, guys. But he said he'd stick around and be a judge for the slam. So now I've got five judges. I've got enough slammers. I don't know how many slammers I got, but I got enough. They're in this bucket. Are you guys ready or do you want to take a five-minute break? <laughs> You got three and a quarter minutes to smoke a cigarette, go to the bathroom, drink a beer, tip the bartender. Do it. Go, 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 go. They say I'm a madman part, but I'm not mad at anyone. Honest, I'm not. Most guys I just feel sorry for. It tears me up inside to think about what they're going through, how trapped they are. I understand it. I feel for them. So I try and help them out. Jesus. I know what it feels like when things get all balled up at the head office. <laughs> 